Hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night here on Primetime. Brought to you by our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com. We will talk more about them and their ride of the week in a few moments later in the show. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We will discuss the Cowboys' 30 visits, which in reality are 28 as things stand right now. We will talk about the biggest names left off the list, some of our biggest takeaways after reading the, the names on the list, and it will be a fun draft kind of show tonight on primetime. So do me a favor, smash the like button, share the show, and thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. What is up, Tommy915? Uh, Bruce got the use, says, Mo, I refused to fall for DK and Honey Badger April Fool's joke over the weekend. So something funny happened to me this April Fool's. I'm not going to brag about not falling uh, for any of these jokes. Not because I'm smart or something like that. I'm not bragging about anything like that. It was just so weird, though. I didn't see a single April Fool's joke on my timeline. Not on Twitter, not on Facebook or any social media. Not at all. Uh, that was uh, a little bit weird. I realized on April the 2nd that, you know, April Fool's had just happened. And I didn't even see a, a single jo joke. Maybe I did, and maybe I didn't even uh, notice that it was a joke. So that was uh, definitely something weird. Uh, let's see. Let's see some of your comments here. Mo, are we the only team that publicly, sh publicly shares who our 30 visits are? If I'm not mistaken, the Cowboys are not, right? If I'm not mistaken, uh, this is always known, isn't it, for, for every NFL team? Burner account is making me question myself with that one. The way that I understand it is that 30 visits are never a secret. But now that Burner account brings that question up, do I think that because the Cowboys have always uh, rebuilt it? I don't, think, I don't think that's the case, though. I, I think the usual thing is for us to know who the visits are for each and every team. All teams do it. Robert Chuck agrees. Uh, he says all teams do it. Yeah. You make, you make me second guess uh, myself there, Burner account, but it's a good question. Uh, I didn't see the DK jokes, uh, the, the Tyron Matthew jokes either. I wouldn't have fallen for them. I would have realized for sure that it was April Fool's maybe. But hey, it's April, so it's the month of the NFL draft. It's the month that baseball comes back. I'm excited about sports this month. So let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to the Cowboys uh, 28 visits. And this is from John Makota over at The Athletic. The 28 visits for the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into some of these names, not all of them. But main things that jump at you right off the page. Uh, three wide receivers that are expected to be first round wide receivers. So you've got uh, Traylon Burks, Drake London from USC, and Chris Olave from Ohio State. Obviously, Zion Johnson, Kenyon Green are on the list. Quay Walker, the linebacker, Devin Lloyd, 
We'll talk about some of the snubs in a few moments here on the show. But I think that if we're going to talk about the biggest surprises from the 28 visits or the biggest takeaways, not necessarily surprises, is the fact that there are three first-round wide receivers up there. Three of them. You've got a Cowboys team that is very clearly willing to draft a wide receiver with the 24th overall pick after Amari Cooper's departure. Now, the Cowboys have been somewhat clear on the media. They have talked about, they have talked about uh, drafting an offensive lineman or a wide receiver, but obviously they're not going to tell us what they're going to pick. Not even the Cowboys would do that. But judging by the comments, it's been somewhat clear that they're leaning towards the offensive side of things. Now, with most teams, you would go, ah, it's what the front office is saying. I'm not going to pay much attention to that. But this is the Dallas Cowboys, and usually they're not being uh, shady or hiding stuff. Usually they're pretty transparent with all of that. So we'll get into the snubs in a few moments. But first, let's get into these wide receivers because the Cowboys are clearly telling us they're looking at them. And they're looking at them long and hard. The three wide receivers that are on the list are Drake London, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave. So you can think of some maybe wide receivers that are not there, mainly Garrett Wilson, but that's maybe because the Cowboys are really not expecting Garrett Wilson to be available at all with the 24th overall pick. Some of these wide receivers or even all of them might be off the board, but the thing is we don't really know. This is somewhat of an unpredictable NFL draft with the quarterbacks not being great, uh, the top five being difficult to call and predict. There are some people saying that uh, Trayvon Walker will be the first to pick after months and months of talking about Aiden Hutchinson as, so, as such. But these are the three first-round wide receivers that are on the Dallas Cowboys 30 visit list. So you've got Drake London, Traylon Burks, and Chris Olave. Now, the, the three of these are somewhat different, right? Drake London is a player with the ideal size, tremendous ability to high point the football. And I loved what Dane Brugler pointed out on his latest 100 player rankings. He said, there's no better compliment for a wide receiver than the opposing team knowing you will be targeted a lot by your offense and still making all of those catches. And I think in his junior season, he averaged over 15 receptions per game. That number is insane. I cannot get over it. Drake London, to me, feels like the guy that if he's there, it really won't matter who else is available. I think Drake London is the guy, is the guy that the Cowboys would not pass on if he's available at 24th. Traylon Burks, you already know him. Uh, we've talked a lot about him on the show. Big play, Dame Brugler quote that we've mentioned a lot is he's a Debo Samuel with linebacker size. He's physical. Some are concerned about his top speed. And I really liked what Daniel Jeremiah said about him on his rankings because he looks at Traylon Burks as a player that needs to be developed, but that has A.J. Brown kind of potential if he is developed, right? Traylon Burks... A lot of big plays thanks to his physicality, his yards after catch. 
skills. Traylon Brooks would be fun to watch in the Cowboys. And then there's Chris Olave. Chris Olave seems to be the guy with maybe the most question marks out of this group because some people are concerned about his size. And many people agree that Chris Olave would need to put on some weight before succeeding in the NFL. But he's the most vertical out of these players. He could provide that verticality to Kellen Moore's offense. And I will let you know my answer to this. Uh, Bruce is asking, which one does Kellen Moore now know how to scheme open? Because that's a great question by Bruce. I would say, as you know, as mad as we are with, with Kellen Moore, to be fair, I would say he would know how to use each and every one of these guys. Because we've talked about this before. The play design for Kellen Moore is not the issue. The issue is more about the timing of his play calls, the game planning side of things, but the play designs are there, is there. Uh, so the question for you guys is, if it was a wide, if the pick was going to be a wide receiver and these three were available, who would you take? Which of these three wide receivers would you prefer in the Dallas Cowboys offense? That is the first question of the show. So you've got Drake London, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave. Who of these three would you prefer in the Cowboys wearing the star? Let me know your answer. And before I give you mine, and while you do that, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanHyundai.com because we've got a new ride of the week, and it's the 2022 Ionic Hybrid. Better than your typical hybrid. It's the way to go. Starting price, $26,080. It's got, and this number really is objectively insane, miles per gallon, 58 in the city, 60 in the highway. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, backup camera, and a feature that I love, two front LCD monitors. The dashboard is pretty cool. Make sure you check out FreemanHyundai.com. Check out that dashboard. Uh, check out the Ionic Hybrid features. Great car. This is one of the best rides of the week, I believe, we've had so far here on ADC Sports Dallas. So make sure you check out FreemanHyundai.com. Family-owned business for a long, long time. We're getting great customer service and a great selection of new and used vehicles. So make sure you check that out over at FreemanHyundai.com. Let's see some of your answers right now. Uh, Burks getting a lot of love in the YouTube and Facebook chat. Nicholas over at Facebook says, Burks for sure. Uh, London for Gregory. Burks says Joel Wilson. Uh, Samuel Rowe playing a little bit of devil's advocate and saying, let's go with Jameson Williams. Not on the list of prospects that will visit the Cowboys. But Williams, interesting prospect for sure. Dallas Young says Olave. He's going to produce right away. Tommy loves Burks from what I can see right now in the chat. Uh, the better route runner to help offset Coop's loss. Michael, good point here. The better route runner. I would say that is Chris Olave. So if you're, if you're looking for the best route runner out of this group, I would say you would need to go with Chris Olave. My ideal wide receiver, my favorite is Drake London. I like him as the most well-rounded receiver out of this group. Love his size. 
he can get those 50-50 balls. And I think he's the guy that would provide the Cowboys with a little bit more versatility. Traylon Burks can also line up everywhere, but Drake London is a little bit more developed as a prospect, in my opinion. I'm late to the party with, when it comes to Drake London. I will admit that. But everything that I've seen from him, I've liked. This guy can line up outside, can line up in the slot. And you guys know that even though CeeDee Lamb is expected to play a lot inside, I would kind of hate it if it's a full-time thing for CeeDee Lamb. I think that with the playmakers that the Cowboys have at wide receiver, you need to play around with it and be as, as little predictable as you can. And I think that Drake London would help the Cowboys offense that way. London, however, as Robert Chuk is saying, seems to be out of reach because Drake London has skyrocketed and has seemingly become the consensus wide receiver too. There's a lot of disagreements with this wide receiver clause, but it, it does feel like Garrett Wilson is the favorite for many draft analysts and scouts. And Drake London apparently is the second one. In general, there are exceptions, of course. Army Mom Heather says, Burks is Debo. We like versatility. Dak does not throw the 50-50 ball. Michael says, didn't they visit Micah, says Bruce. They did. It was virtual last year, if I'm not mistaken. But Micah did have a visit with the Cowboys. So, by the way, I wanted to start this, the show with this, but I forgot. I wanted to open with a little bit of a, 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 some comments on that, on the 30 visits and how much they matter. Because, listen, it's not a top 30 visit list. And I hate it when, when people call it a top 30 list. Because it's not that. It's not like you're inviting your favorite 30 prospects to your facilities. You're not doing that. And you have guys that you could look at on day three of the NFL draft and they can be included in the 30 visits. But for the Cowboys, historically speaking, this has been a very good indicator of who they're interested in. Because to answer Bruce's uh, question, Micah was a visit for the Cowboys in 2021. The only exceptions from... 2012 onwards, uh, it's Mo Claiborne in 2012 and CeeDee Lamb in 2020. And CeeDee Lamb makes sense because maybe the Cowboys did not ambition him at all at 24th, oh, at 17th overall, excuse me. But historically, their first round draft pick is one of their visits or has been one of their visits. So this is a pretty good indicator, which is why we will talk more about the snubs in a few moments. Uh, some names that we are surprised that they are not picking. Burner account says, so are we then going to use pre-snap motion and feature the 2022 offense around playmakers? Do you want to know? And this is a, a, a fun thing, by the way. Let me see if I can find that number real quick while we're uh, talking about this. Because the problem with the pre-snap motion or at the snap motion for the Cowboys was not really in the passing game. So 
we've complained a lot about that. I'm trying to find the, the, the exact number here while I'm talking to you guys. The, the real problem, and I'm not saying that it's not a problem. In my opinion, it's one of the biggest things that the Cowboys should fix in 2022. But I was blown away when I saw this, which is the Cowboys used a lot of motion when passing the ball. Not at all when running it. So here are the numbers. Overall motion, they were 16th in the league in usage. So actually not that bad. For pass plays, they were the sixth highest offense in motion usage. For the run, however, 27th. Talk about predictability. They used motion in the passing game 60% of the time. And when, uh, uh, no, that, that's wrong, excuse me. 60% uh, of the time that they used motion, it was for the passing game, not for run plays. Sixth highest when passing the ball, 27th when running the football. So that's actually one of the bigger problems maybe for the running game. That's one of the things that the Cowboys did not use efficiently to get the running game going. That, hey, that, that, that number still is surprising to me. Because that's predictability right there. You're talking about being predictable when you use motion so much for just one aspect of your attack. But yeah, I like Dre London the most out of those playmakers. Uh, now, let's talk about some snubs here because I was surprised by this. Uh, let, let's look at that list again. And this is from The Athletic. 28 visits. Uh, some have pointed out that the Cowboys do not like to, to set 30 visits right away in case something comes up that they want to look at. So like we mentioned, Mo Claiborne and CeeDee Lamb are the only two prospects that Cowboys have drafted that were not a part of the 30 visits since 2012. So knowing that, the fact that Nakobe Dean is not on the list is a shock because it's not like Nakobe Dean is a lock to be drafted in the top 10 or the top 15 or even the first round. We have seen several mock drafts in which Nakobe Dean has fallen out of the first round. Tyler Linderbaum is another one that I cannot get my head around. So the Cowboys have Sion Johnson on the list, Kenyon Green on the list, no Linderbaum, no Nakobe Dean. And, you know, here's a question for you. Is linebacker Nakobe Dean and OC Tyler Linderbaum not being on the list something or nothing? Do you think it's a big deal? Do you think it's a small deal? Let me know what you guys believe in the chat. Michael says, Queen likes the tall linebackers. And if there's a con for Nakobe Dean is that some people question his height because he's not on the tall side of linebackers. So him not being on the list, could it be related to that? Or could it be that they know enough about Nakobe Dean? The same for Tyler Linderbaum. Because remember, I will say this though. I will say this. So far, the answers in the chat are saying nothing. 
Are these guys not being on the list something or nothing? So far, we've got only nothing answers. Burner account goes with nothing. The same for Army Mom, uh, Gregory, Robert, Chuck, Orat, Facebook. I will play devil's advocate. I, I will say something. Joey Bella says nada <laughs> on Spanish. Let's go. Uh, I will say something because, hey, since 2012, I know I've said it already a thousand times, but I will say it again. Since 2012, all of the Cowboys' first round draft picks, but two, Claiborne and CeeDee Lamb, have been uh, visits, uh, ha have been scheduled as visits for the Dallas Cowboys. So I will go with something, especially with Nakobe Dean and, and Tyler Linderbaum, because, yeah. Maybe they are expected to be drafted earlier than 24th. But there's enough of a question there to, to skip them from the list, right? Like, it's not like you're talking about um, Cal Hamilton or Garrett Wilson or someone like that. Both players seem to me like realistic options at 24. Maybe they're both off the board when it's all said and done. But we can all see the scenario in which they are there when the Cowboys are on the clock. So interesting to me that they're not on the list. I do think it's, I will say something. Might not, you never want to look too much into these things because we have seen exceptions, especially around the NFL. But it's, I would watch for that. Uh, both guys are small for their positions, says Nicholas. And we know at the Cowboys front office, has always liked measurables. So maybe they are more concerned than your average NFL team <clears throat> about Nakobe's height, about Tyler's arm length. I am taking Devin over Dean anyway, says Michael. Devin Lloyd. There's also another uh, linebacker in there, by the way. James Houston from Jackson State and Devin Harper from Oklahoma State. So the Cowboys clearly looking for that linebacker as well on this NFL draft. I also like Devin Lloyd better. I think there's a smaller chance that Devin Lloyd makes it to 24th as opposed to Nakobe Dean. But it's hard to know. Because there's a lot of disagreement with, with this year's draft class. And I love that. Uh, I, I love that, by the way. Army Mom Heather says, why aren't, aren't we talking about the O-line as a priority? I would say, I would say Cowboys Nation is pretty much on the same page with that. I agree with Army Mom. Uh, I think we're talking about it, though. I, I think that Cowboys Nation overall, and I've made the question before here on the show, agree that the Cowboys need an offensive line, uh, need help at offensive line. And I've said it before, I think that the most likely outcome for the Cowboys at 24th is an offensive lineman. By the way, not only inside offensive linemen, and the Cowboys have two big names at offensive tackle, and that's another one of the biggest takeaways, and we'll kind of recap them when the show is over, uh, but two big names at tackle. Or the Cowboys. There's, there's Charles Cross from Mississippi State. 
who I've seen ranked in the top 15 of, of some analysts' uh, rankings. If I'm not mistaken, Daniel Jeremiah is very high on him. And then you also have Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan, who has a very fun story. Only 18 games as, in, as an, a, a full-time offensive tackle. Raymond is more of a potential upside pick. And I think that if the Cowboys end up with Raymond, John Owning from PFF has said that he wouldn't be that excited, but he could be a player to develop behind Tyron Smith. And I know as fans, we kind of hate that. We hate first round draft picks that cannot be on the field right away. But it does feel like if the Cowboys are wiped out, their board is wiped out at 24, Raymond could be that plan B draft pick for, for the Cowboys. So be on the lookout for that. That's if, if he's not drafted before, because offensive tackles, they're always, you know, you're always looking for offensive tackles in the NFL. And it takes just one team that wants to pull the trigger on one because of need or something like that. Uh, Dallas is going O-line unless a top, a top five talent falls to number 24. Who, who, who could be the guys that keep the Cowboys from drafting an offensive lineman? I think that if, if Johnson and Green are not there, I'm not so sure that they take the tackle. Uh, they would have to be pretty wiped out. In my opinion, this is just speculation, of course. But I look at this list, for example, and if they're in love with one of the three wide receivers that we've discussed, then you can see that happening, right? But overall, I agree with that. I think that the most likely outcome for the Cowboys at 24 is a, an offensive lineman. Jordan Davis is also on the list, by the way, the defensive tackle from Georgia. And I know Cowboys Nation would absolutely love getting Jordan Davis in Dan Quinn's defense. That would be a great addition. There's so many Georgia players, man. <laughs> there's Georgia Davis, there's Quay Walker, there's, there's Trevon Walker, uh, Nakobe Dean, Devonta Wyatt. That Georgia defense was insane. I, I, I just smile thinking about it and how fortunate we were to watch that team, right? It, last year in college football. Man, crazy talent. And when you, it, it reminds me of when Clemson had a lot of defensive linemen in that year because they, you know, you had Dexter Lawrence and, and all of those guys. I'm a Clemson fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, they had them return for, their, for one more year to win the championship together. And they actually did. And that was a fun story. And then they were all in the discussion of the first round when they got to the NFL draft. Wyatt is a sneaky great. We like him, I hear, says Army Mom. Yeah, Wyatt, I have not got any chance to, to really look at him and the tape. I will be transparent with you. But I know a lot of people love Devontae Wyatt and love the, the idea of drafting him maybe later in the draft. I'm a little bit disappointed that Tyler Linderbaum is not on that list. That's all that I will say about uh, that. Michael says, is it crazy to say Dean was so good because he had a dominant defensive line to keep him running free? Wouldn't be crazy to say so. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can look at individually, though, to determine 
if that was uh, him just playing with a great supporting cast. But also, you can make that question for every uh, player on that Georgia defense, and it's been an issue before. We know that NFL teams will look at all of that. You could question that 100%, I believe. I'm not saying that I that's that's what I think is the case for Nicobe Dean, but I think it's nothing but but fair, right? Uh, to to question that for sure. Now, another of the big takeaways from this prospect list is the presence of several tight ends. So you've got four tight ends, if I'm not mistaken, on this list. You've got Kate Auden from Washington, Jeremy Rockert from Ohio State. Jalen Weidermeyer from Texas A&M. We all know him by, by now. And Jelani Woods from Virginia, which would be maybe a, a tight end that the Cowboys look at later in the NFL draft. But tight end seems to be a position that the Cowboys could address in day two. Certainly, the Cowboys are interested in doing so by including all of these guys on their visits. Dalton Schultz secured for 2022, not beyond that as of right now. And what the Cowboys can do in the NFL draft will likely determine Schultz's future with the team. Because it does feel like if they draft one of these guys, one of these three specifically, or another of the, of the NFL's top tight ends, like Isaiah Likely, who is not on this list, among others, uh, Greg Dulcich from UCLA, disappointed that he's not there too. But if they, if they draft one, doesn't look like, I wouldn't bet on a long-term contract extension for Dalton Schultz is what I'm trying to say. If they draft one of this. Kate Auden gets open easily. Uh, somewhat of a blocker. I wouldn't say that he excels as one, but at Washington, tight ends are always asked to be blockers for the Huskies. You've got Jeremy Rockert, which I'm in shock at this number, by the way. 54 career receptions. Bob Storm pointed this out on The Athletic, and he said, this makes his projection more of a, of a guess. But Rockert is, if, if you're looking for the next blocking tight end in Dallas, and you want to get one that can block, Rockert might be your guy in this draft, more than any of the other prospects including Weidermeyer. Jalen Weidermeyer, by the way, some athletic concerns there. I know that people didn't like the, the, the fact that he didn't have the best measurements at the combine. And if you look at the percentiles for a lot of key measurements, not great for, for Jalen Weidermeyer. And then there's inconsistencies. Uh, people did not like the drops and all of that that he had over at Texas A&M. But... Similarly to the question posed about Nakobe Dean's supporting cast, you could point towards a similar thing for Weidermeyer. Was the quarterback played there? Height, he's in the 27th percentile for tight ends, Jalen Weidermeyer. So not great. Uh, 52 percentile in arm length, 45th for hand, uh, hand size. So those are some of the concerns, athletically speaking, for Weidermeyer, but the question for you guys is, just like with the wide receivers, we will do it again. Which of these tight ends would you prefer in Dallas offense? Robert Chuk says, I like Rockert for help with the run game. 
That's the biggest plus with Rockert, I believe. He might be a good catcher, but man, 54 catches in your career? Isn't that kind of weird? I, I was surprised by it. And I think, what was it? Did he have like 21 in, in, in 220? Oh, my phone just started going crazy. My bad. I'm looking for the stat for Jeremy Rockert. 26 catches in 2021. 13 in 2020 and 14 in 2019. When you break it down season per season, it's even more impressive. The fact that he only has 54 uh, career catches. But if you like, if you want a blocking tight end, Rockert is the guy. Let's see some of your answers here. Uh, Rockert and let and let Schultz walk too. This is Barner account. Nicholas goes with none of the above. Jelani in the fifth. Uh, Jelani Woods for me. So I can see that Jelani is getting a lot of love in the chat. Jamari is an athletic beast, says your boss. Rockert, we need blocking, says Joey Bella. I take Uden and let Schultz walk. I will go, out of these three, I will go with Jeremy Rockert. I'm not a fan of Kate Uden. I'm not a super fan of Jalen Weidermeyer either. Not going to lie, though. I would like the Cowboys to target some of the other more receiver-type receiver tight ends that could be a major threat in the passing game. I don't think that any of these three really are that. Jelani Woods could be. Jelani Woods could be, but you're, you know, taking a little bit more of a risk later in the NFL draft. That's why I wanted them to look at Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, which is more of a receiver type of tight end. Greg Dolcich from UCLA, who I've loved seeing uh, recently. I've been watching his tape, and I like Greg Dolcich. We took him in the mock draft on Thursday. You're an ADC Sports Dallas primetime. But it does look like the Cowboys are focused on getting a tight end in day two of the NFL draft. Interesting that they're going to be playing a dangerous game if they wait until the third round. Feels like most of these guys will be available at 56th. But you get the feeling that none of them will be at 88th. So that's, that's how I feel about the tight end class right now. Might be wrong. And, you know, again, this draft feels like it's going to be even more unpredictable. It always is. And the way that we don't know how the first round will shake out, not even in the top five. Asmodeo says, interesting indeed. Anyways, guys, to recap. Biggest takeaways, at least from my side, about the Cowboys' 30 visits. They're willing to spend the 24th pick on a wide receiver, and they're doing their due diligence at the position. Three wide receivers that could be drafted in the first round are on that list. Tyler Linderbaum not there, Nakobe Dean not there. Someone pointed out the both, both of them have me measurable concerns, and that could play a factor into it. Tight ends on day two. Two tackles that the Cowboys could draft at 24th are also on the list. Those would be my biggest takeaways out of this list.
It's April. I'm excited about draft month. I'm excited about it being a draft month. We're 24 days away from the NFL draft. So before I get out of here, I will read some more of your comments. Uh, Burner account says, I don't know, Burner. I really don't know how many kids uh, Jerry Jones have. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not been, I have not been catching up with, with that storyline. I'm not even for a reason. I have just not read a lot about it. I should. I should catch up because I really don't know what has happened. I predicted Parsons last year. since Robert Chuk. Uh, this year, it will be Burks. You know, I ate a lot of crow for the Micah pick because I loved Micah. My, my quote before the NFL draft on Micah Parsons was, I love Micah Parsons, the, the player. I don't love the idea of taking an off-ball linebacker at 10th overall. But had I known that he was not going to be a full-time off-ball linebacker and that he was going to play at the level that he did, I would have been rooting so hard for, uh, for the Micah pick. So, by the way, before I get out of here, something that I wanted to bring up uh, regarding Thursday's show I know that we had a heckler there. Took me a while to block him. So really wanted to block him earlier. But in the moment, you know, you're live. The camera's on. Comments are piling in. Sorry for the late reaction on that. Sky suggested that we got a mod on, on the YouTube chat. So if any of you that tunes in regularly are interested in being a moderator for the primetime show, reach out to me. Shoot me a DM on Twitter, at MauNFL. We'll see what we can do. Honestly, I don't even know what how mods work, uh, but we can get some some know-how from Skywalker Steel, who, by the way, we, we're supposedly doing a crossover, but I have not confirmed uh, dates with Sky. Let, let me reach out to him, and hopefully we will be visiting each other's show uh, this week. So stay tuned for that. Hit the like button, share the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure for more content, you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And I will see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. Asmodeus, thank you for your donation. I really appreciate it. Thank you for that. Guys, hit the like button. Shout out to Asmodeus. Thank you for that. Uh, and I will see you tomorrow night. Thank you, guys.